0: Hello and welcome to the Creative Couples Podcast, where we share stories and insights to support creative work in marriage. I'm Frankie. And I'm Spencer. And we are your hosts. Today, we're answering the question can couples actually create together? And if so, how do you do it? I've had a lot of conversations that went like this. Wait, so you and your spouse actually work together on projects? How do you still like each other? Doesn't it cause fights?
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: Yep. These (laughs) questions were actually in a lot of ways the catalyst for the birth of the Creative Couples podcast. Can couples actually create together? Absolutely. And there are so many benefits to co-creating that we'll talk about at the end. Um, To begin with, we're going to share five areas of advice that we have found helpful when creating together. But first, did Spencer and I set out to create together? Not really, but it was kind of the foundation of our relationship.
1: Yeah, I feel like there were times early on in dating. We definitely were attracted to each other via music, or that was something that we did a lot, even wrote together. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we, even as we got more serious and we're thinking about future and marriage and all that stuff, I don't think we were like, we are going to go do creative work together all the time. It just happened naturally, which was kind of fun to have that. But I think also when we were dating, it was the one thing that if we had conflict would sometimes come out of that is if we were playing music together or we're trying to write something together. At times it was beautiful and sweet. And that's kind of the cool part about all of this is I think there is something so special and intimate about creating together. But because it is special and intimate, it takes care to take care of it well because uh, yeah. it can it can hurt too and uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today and the last thing I was going to say was when we did get married or when we were engaged we were inspired by a few couples one in particular that comes to mind that they we spent time with and they were in their 50s and they were growing a business together in their 50s that they had just started and uh, they were one of the most happy and fulfilled couples that I think we had met at that yeah, point, probably
0: want, still yeah. to this day that we've ever met.
1: And they loved working together and it was such like a cool creative concept that they were doing. and I remember us just talking about like, man that would be that's the ideal right there. if you can love your spouse so much that you love creating with them and growing a business with yeah. them and what that looks like. So I think there was that kind of aspirational, what things could look like if yeah. we could create together without being at each other's throats. <laughs> so with that in mind, we came up with five areas of advice, five things that we've thought through that we think are really helpful. And if you're going to work together, you're going to create together. Here are some things you have to have in mind. So the first thing is that you need to determine the desires of each person. So an example of this is when we were dating one of us, that'd be me. Was trying to use writing, songwriting, in this case, to validate my skills as a musician. Not, not great. Uh, not, not the best way to be going into something creative is to validate something. The other person, Frankie, in this case, was using songwriting uh, as a way to build our relationship. So I was going into it, and this wasn't conscious, by the way. It wasn't like I like sat down I was like I will write with Frankie and. Right. I will validate my skills. This is more looking back, I can see, oh no, I was still trying to do music as a career. And so my desire was to just keep increasing my skills and keep getting better. Whereas Frankie was coming at this, which I think is a more healthy way of, I'm just building a relationship with Spencer and songwriting is a fun thing that we can do together. And so there wasn't a career agenda. There was no agenda period. And that right there is an example of you have to know the desires of each person when it comes to creating something together, because that's an example of how not to do it.
0: Because that didn't end well.
1: (laughs) No, no. Like I said, that was usually the times that we would fight the most. And and that's when I would get into an existential crisis about (laughs) what I'm doing with my life, which let's just go ahead and get it out, because at some point we're going to be more honest I have lots of existential crises, (laughs) so might as well just own it now. So that's number one. Determine the desires of each person.
0: Yes. Um, The second one, your marriage has to come first. Um, Not just your marriage, but a healthy marriage. Obviously, we are not counselors, but if you already have issues within your marriage, doing creative work together is not going to fix them. Um, Chances are it will actually make those issues worse. If you are in the place where your marriage is healthy and thriving and you want to create together, that's amazing. But the second either of you sense that work is is threatening your marriage, the health of it, go on dates. Don't talk about work for a day. Keep learning about your spouse outside of what they create. So having designated time that is, hey, we're not going to talk about this thing we're creating. We're going to focus on you and I.
1: Yeah. That leads well into the third thing, which is you need to have boundaries. And one of those boundaries that you just mentioned was scheduling time for work so you're both in the right space, or in that case, scheduling time for not doing work. The key here is that we're not always in the same place. Anytime you have two people working together on something, and especially if it's something outside of a day job, which we experience, it's important to know If I come home from work and I've had a really crappy day or you're exhausted because you had a long day of creative work and songwriting and I just come home and I've got all these ideas and things that I'm going to just throw at you instead of just eating dinner (laughs) like a normal human, that's not ideal. And so I think time boundaries are really good. There's something called the 24-hour rule when you create something, which we've implemented in some ways, which is if you're going to create something, Or if it's in a raw form, you should write it down or create it and then give it 24 hours before you even look at it again or share it with anybody else. Yeah. Um, Because it's not always ideal to share something.
0: I learned early on, uh, especially as a songwriter, I would get really excited about a song I wrote, and it could not even be done, okay? It could be like half of a song and he'd walk in the door. I'm like, I have to play this thing I wrote. And it could be something that was really emotional and meaningful for me. But what Spencer doesn't realize in that moment is I'm inviting him into something that's really vulnerable and just personality differences, his response is like, Oh, how can I make this better? <laughs> in love, that moment? You love that
1: about me, don't <laughs> you?
0: <laughs> no, I do. But that's like me at knowing that's how your personality works. So like I I have to know that, okay, I'm going to give this 24 hours and maybe even finish it. it. might be more than 24 hours on certain things, but not always jumping into needing you to respond to something.
1: Yeah, and I think that's particularly helpful for both music and video stuff, which is what we're most acquainted with. Right. But gosh, a song has such a long life mm-hmm. before it's heard by the public. Yeah. And depending on your role in making that song hearing it at different times may or may not be the most helpful or appropriate it reminds me of this movie we watched on amazon recently patterson with adam driver so good but um his wife in the movie very supportive and encouraging uh in a lot of ways a good example of like encouraging someone towards creative work but she also had the thing which drives me crazy <laughs> which is <laughs> i'm gonna be a songwriter and she like did an infomercial where she got a guitar and like bought it and it's like now and then like the next day she's like i'm gonna be a painter and then the next day she, and it's just like a revolving a cupcake door
0: maker oh, sorry that the cupcake the maker yeah, yeah
1: and she was so enthusiastic about it and as a spouse you would think like i guess what you have to do and it, the movie is great. You should watch it because it kind of gives yeah. you some examples of that. But you have to determine, like, what stage is this idea mm-hmm. idea in for the, my spouse right now? Like, is this meant to be just encourage them, love them, or is it like, no, this is a business idea. Like, I want to do this. Yeah. And therefore, you need to jump into. All right. Well, what do we do to make it happen? Yeah. And that's when it sh- that's a mind shift. That's yeah. not a wow. You're really good at painting, or like you're really good at woodworking. That's like, okay, how do we do this and make this a real thing?
0: But knowing how to tell the difference, I feel like goes back to having a healthy marriage and knowing your spouse. Yes. Good point.
1: So all of this to say, we kind of spent more time on this boundaries one because there's a <laughs> lot they can uh, go into it, but marriage is already intimate. So sharing raw created work is another level of intimacy and you have to handle it carefully. Yeah. In a way, we kind of already covered number four. As if you're co-creating, know the roles each of you play. So there's no room for egos.
0: None at all. Leave um, it at the door.
1: And it's important to learn and acknowledge each other's strengths and weaknesses. So, Frankie, what are some of the ways that we've tried to identify our strengths and weaknesses, and and how that comes out, and how we create and work together?
0: Strengths and weaknesses. Those are hard because I don't think as humans we want to admit when well, we're not good at something. At least I don't. Sometimes I just want to be good at everything. And
1: who knows your weaknesses better than anybody else?
0: <laughs> your spouse. Yeah. Uh, which has been really good for us and it's taken time, but to acknowledge that I'm a great ideas person. Um, I can come in really excited about something. Um, I'm a dreamer. But as far as taking anything past the dreaming stage, I really struggle to do it. And I always have Spencer on the other hand is kind of the opposite. Yeah.
1: Not an ideas person. I don't like coming up with ideas. I, I have, have ideas. You ha- Yeah.
0: You have ideas, but your strength is more the make it happen guy. Yeah.
1: Give me the vision of where we're trying to go. Yes. And I'm going to be the one to help you get there. Yeah. But you have to know that with the person that you're working with. Right. And like an example that I, that comes to mind is, I was trying to make a logo for, and I'm not a designer, but I was trying to make a logo for something and I was just doodling around, but I'm not a doodler. And I'm like, Frankie's a really good doodler. Like she can come up with that's where I struggle to like come up with something out of nowhere. Like I really need inspiration from outside sources to kind of like come up with something that's my own unique take on it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you're better at just kind of like, oh, what about this or try this? And so I know that and say, why am I struggling through this? I'm just going to ask Frankie to what comes to her mind. And then that just that little bit of spark from you is enough to kind of set me off in the right direction. yeah. Um, And in the same way, I think creatively, there are different types of ways to be creative. I would say that you are definitely more of a creative person In all standard definitions, I'm the one in more corporate environment or even just personality wise, I prefer structure, but I value like where your mind goes because I can't get there a lot of times. I'm too focused on the details and the immediate to get lost in the world that is where creation happens, if you will.
0: Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to what we said in the beginning of- You know, knowing the roles you play and there being no room for egos in the sense of like, I can uh, stress myself out over trying to write the perfect blog, uh, knowing that I'm a great like get things down person. I'm a terrible editor. I can waste a lot of time or I can be like, you know what? It's okay that I'm good at this portion of this and I'm not so good at this portion. I'm going to send it to Spencer and he's going to finish it or for him to send over hey, what do you think about a logo for this? And I'm not a great doodler. I can just think through things. But past, you know, drawing something really small, I don't want to take it any further. And so it makes sense to send it back to him. And so just acknowledging that and not trying to be the one who's the all-star yeah.
1: player. Yeah, do, do it all, do everything. Yeah. There are times for doing a lot of things. I do love editing. <laughs> But that's where you get into different mind states as well, where it's really hard to take something from start to finish all in one mind state. But we'll talk about that in another episode because that's a whole episode worth of
0: stuff. Number five is be kind. I know that sounds simple and that may make you go. Go what? Yeah,
1: but you (laughs) got to be an encourager. And it, it does not come naturally for me, but it's really important to be an encouraging voice to your spouse kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier of there are times to work together and focus in on like, okay, we need to change this or fix that. But above all else, you got to be an encourager, yeah. especially if someone's trying to create something and an idea, even if it's not something you guys are working on together. Yeah, If it's like you're pursuing something in music that I'm not involved with, like my job is to be an encourager yeah. above all else.
0: And the truth is, you can be meaner to your spouse than anybody else. Cause you know, at the end of the day, they're still going to love you. But that's exactly why I think this one is so important. Especially if you are going to work together, you can't do that. It's almost like transitioning your headspace to like, okay, this is like, what if this was someone I hired to do this for me or to edit this is just carrying the same gratitude and kindness toward a stranger. Like yeah. and pointing that toward your spouse.
1: Yeah. If you're using unique spousal information yeah. to bring that person down or to yeah. correct them. Take the like, cheek shot. Yeah, it's you're, you're out of line yeah. at that
0: point. Don't do that.
1: So if I go into a job, we always say like, at the end of the day, this is just a job. Like above all else, like my marriage or family or kids, like those things come first. And you have to almost do that inside of a creative partnership as well because like if this podcast ends up being a total wash because we hate each other for it. Like then we drop it because it's more important that we stay married than in our commitment to each other than a creative endeavor in any way. So we want to end on a positive note though. So talk about some of the benefits that come. If you do decide to create together, um, there is a unique collaboration that, that happens by doing that. So yeah. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Um, well, one of the things is you actually learn really great communication skills yes. in your marriage. Um, you can learn specifically to disagree productively instead of shaming or becoming passive aggressive, being able to put words to why you disagree with something and it not be so personal because in a working relationship, You got
1: to get it fixed.
0: You have to fix it. You can't
1: let it fester for days and weeks on end or it'll it'll fail. Yeah. So it does kind of force conversation and good communication. Um, We kind of already talked about this, but the combo of a person having a different set of skills and being able to utilize your different skills together can often accelerate progress, can get you out of creative blocks um, and make you more productive. So I think we found that a lot in things that we've worked on together is that we kind of surprise ourselves with like, oh, if we really, if we both have very clear roles and we know what we're doing, like we can pump out stuff a lot more quickly and efficiently yeah. together.
0: And you end up building a deeper appreciation for your spouse. Maybe not every time. <laughs> there might be times you walk away and are like, I hate that guy, or, I hate that girl. But but more times than not, uh, when I see Spencer using his giftings of you know, the editor mindset, the make it happen guy. I just have a deeper appreciation for that because that is not my skill set. And so seeing different sides of that and him doing that makes me appreciate and it And getting
1: to, like, from my perspective, getting to see the intricacies of songwriting and what it comes to, you become both the biggest fan and you get to see the behind the scenes, which is yeah, cool. You can also uniquely encourage and cheer each other on because you understand what it takes to accomplish something. And the way that's what I was getting at is that Instead of just congrats on your promotion, or like, oh, I'm so proud of you for doing that. Like, that's great, those are good things to say, but when you do it together, it's like you've been through the trenches together, you've started it from nothing together, yeah. and when you get a win, I mean, you're co-founders in a yeah. way of whatever it is, and so those wins are so much more deeper and sweeter because you're in it together, and I think, The best way to end this is just to talk about how people who are creative also tend to just get consumed with themselves. It can be easy to go inward because nobody understands what they're thinking, what they're going through, or they've got this unique set of ideas. So going back to the beginning, can couples create together? Absolutely. And I think it's worth it if you have healthy marriage, first of all, that you know the desires of each person, that you have boundaries, that you know the roles each of you play and that you constantly remember to be kind to each other. And if you do those things and put those parameters in place, there is the opportunity for a deeper, more intimate partnership together. We hope it helps. Thanks for listening.